0: I'm not sure if I've mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of butcher box, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at butcherbox.com/mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com/mega and use code mega to choose your free for a year offer. plus
2: we
1: I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every single week we give our mega church a tiny family feel. We introduce you to members of our church staff, our community. Ooh, I do believe it is a treat, and it is a treasure. Well, per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Grejas, everybody.
0: Uh, Um, hey, Hallie.
1: Hey, Gray. How's it going with your Climax kids? I
0: don't even care. Uh, Hallie, I'm in a bit of a personal crisis right now. Uh In fact, I'm just kind of, uh, I'm just... I guess like I feel like I've seen a ghost or something. You
1: look like you've seen a ghost. You're pale. What's wrong? Well, what?
0: Hallie, uh, I guess for those who've been listening for a while, you know that I've had two really serious relationships in the past year. Yeah,
1: you've mentioned them before. Uh,
0: I've had Minga Kinderbottom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Minga. Uh, Minga M- eaten by a shark. Uh, that and, was a doozy. And um, and also uh, Becky DeBupo. Buka de Bapo. and And... Um, Hallie, it turns out that Manga is still alive.
1: What? She survived the attack?
0: There was no attack, Hallie.
1: No shark, no attack?
0: No. She faked her own death. (gasps) What? Apparently, she faked her own death, Hallie.
1: What on earth?
0: I know. So, I'm kind of freaking out because I'm finding this all out because, you know... I had to essentially. She started contacting me at my old place. You know, right now I'm actually crashing at my duplex that I bought with. I'm not sure if I mentioned him, but my friend Clay Clay Mason, Mason, yeah. And um, so she started leaving all these crazy messages oh, at yeah. my old place, oh, okay. and so I'm like, well, I can't go back to my Condor, and so now I'm just like pretty much holed up at the the duplex, and I'm just going to stay there for now. Because apparently Manka is back and she's alive. She was just hiding out in Mexico in like a love nest or something. Wow. And then what's crazy is that Becky DeBupo came and then she got all like jelly of everything, like my kids say. And so she's like, you know, posting all this, you know, trash online about how like I don't respect her and that I only like wanted to go in God's house to, you know, basically you know like advance my career which is insane my career is amazing so i'm just dealing with this whole thing right now with i've got these you know you know these three people like vying for my attention you know two people yeah whatever Anyway,
1: well, Gray, if I may give you a word basket of encouragement, I think you're just going to have to get used to all these women being after you and throwing themselves at you because you're a good-looking man of God.
0: I know it's insane, Hallie. I just don't. Li- I just wish women would, you know, kind of just stay in their lane. I don't know. Like, it basically, is the the guy's job to like go after the lady. And right now, I'm just telling them like, hey, I'm really busy right now. I don't have time for this. Plus, you faked your own death, Minka. So. I'm a little bit P.O.'d about that.
1: Oh, so much drama for your mom.
0: I know. How was your week, Hallie?
1: Oh, we had such an interesting uh, conversation in one of our staff meetings here at Twin Hills this week because it made the news that there was a pastor of a megachurch in California who put his hands in dog poop as a, um, you know, as like a teaching metaphor from the from the stage, you oh, know, in the middle of a Sunday okay. service. And um, you know, it, he was talking about how our sin is disgusting to God, yeah, and so totally. you know, he had to. Th- Throw himself into. He said he has two giant mastiff dogs, and he had some Great Dane doo-doo up there on the, um, you know, stage right next to his um, really, uh, you know, neat modern-looking, um, you know, plexiglass pulpit up there. And um, he just said, you know how abhorrent our sin is to a perfect heavenly Father. It's like it's like this, and he just shoves his hands into the dog doo-doo, And um, in our staff meeting this week, we were kind of talking about like, now is that embarrassing for us as Christians and as Christ followers? Well, no, Hallie,
0: I think that's a really powerful you know i don't even think it's a metaphor i just think it's like a pretty pretty visceral image especially with the plexiglass see through you know
1: yeah and i just feel like you know what as Christians, we're all on the same team. And even if we can't pick the players wearing our jersey, we got to be proud. That's right. And uh, then I also uh, noticed in the news this week that there was a megachurch pastor who was requiring proof of non-vaccinated people. He said, only come to this church if you are not vaccinated, because I don't want to be a part of that whole democratic plan. And then, of course, my son Day has to pipe in and he says, Mom, you know, it's pretty difficult to prove a negative. You right. can't prove a negative. You know, we don't have any like uh, non-vaccinated passports. I know.
0: I don't <laughs> even know that would, what that would look like. Maybe like a salt life hat or something.
1: But then I was able to, in the same way that that church pastor used the dog doo-doo as a cool teaching metaphor for our sin, um, I, I said, oh, really, Day? It's difficult to prove a negative, so maybe it's pretty ignorant to be a atheist. Oh, <laughs> See how I, I did that?
0: love it when you own him like that.
1: That's right. You play. with the bull, you get the horns. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis, and at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. Jesus leads a heavenly choir of angels. Our guest today leads a choir of handbells. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Mr. Randy Sindair.
2: Hi! How is everybody?
0: Hey! hey. <laughs> hi, Hey! Hi, hi, hey! Hey! I'm sorry, but I've got to <laughs> ask, what is up with those white gloves that you're wearing? Those are really—I don't know what—I I mean, they're interesting.
2: Thank you. Well, as you guys um, probably know, I am the uh, lead handbell for the uh, our handbell choir, you know, here at Twin Hills, that is and nice. uh, yeah, and I I like to wear them just. Uh, All the time. Now I've kind of gotten used to just always having them on Yeah. Um, just because it may, you know, really once you take them off in my mind, I'm not in the, I'm not in the handbell choir anymore. So I just, I just leave them on.
0: So you leave them on 24, seven,
2: 24, seven. Great. You know, I, you know, I will admit I I do put like, I I have like a, a hand trash bag. So okay. when I take a shower, I put, I put like the trash bag over my gloves. Okay. don't want to get the gloves wet, yeah. but I, I have, you know, I have numerous pairs of white ones and a few, uh, sparkled ones, colored ones, bedazzled ones. Oh, oh
0: wow. So great.
2: Like
1: Michael Jackson, a real icon from my childhood. Now. Yeah. I, so, so you just do the thing. Like if you, um, break your leg and you have to put a garbage bag around the cast to go mm-hmm. swimming in the summertime in the pool, mm-hmm. uh, that's just what you do in your regular showers.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, my, my hands are very, uh, white, you know, real, they haven't seen the sun and probably I, you know, I mean, I've been doing this job for about 13 years, so I would say at least 13. So
0: yeah, that's really fascinating. You've not, your hands haven't seen the light of day in 13 years. I mean, have you even shown them to your family or anything?
2: No, you know, my wife, uh, Donna, she, she of course saw them in the beginning, you know, before I became the choir leader, but you know, I, I, a few rules like I don't really uh, eat at a buffet. Okay. I don't do buffets anymore. Uh-huh. You know, I used to do a lot of CC Pizza. Do you guys know that CC? There's a CC Pizza everywhere. Love CC Pizza. Mm-hmm. Love
1: it. Love I
2: it. I love it. So I know. So I stopped going to CCs. I just oh. I just wouldn't go anymore because I'm fa- I found that my gloves were getting greasy and colored. ultimately. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah.
1: So. I mean, white. You really got to keep them clean. But I like how you put your wedding ring on the outside of the school. Mm-hmm. That's cool.
2: Well, I don't like, want to give anybody get any different ideas. That's right. You know? right.
1: That's right. Although, you know what I've heard, and I think this is really twisted, is that sometimes gals, they look for a guy who has a wedding ring on because they're interested in fellas who aren't available emotionally. They're just interested in a physical relationship. So you really have to watch out for that.
2: Well, I will keep my uh, eyes open. I, didn't, I wasn't aware that that was a thing. You,
1: you also can moisturize your hands under those gloves like at bedtime. And mm-hmm. man, will you have some supple knuckles.
2: You know I, You know what? I, I, the other day, I, I was Googling eczema.
1: Uh huh. uh -huh. And I got
2: a I got a little eczema on the back of my legs, like right between, you know, right behind the knee. You know that little that little groove. Mm -hmm. Yes, that little groove. Anyway, for babies, they have this like eczema sleeve. Okay. And you can put there's eczema in, in like a a sleeve, and and then you can wear it. So I started squirting some eczema cream and some lotion into these gloves. I've been doing it now for, you know, two or three weeks. Oh, you're going to see a difference. I'm so glad you went just Googling eczema randomly. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wonder, how do you get rid of it? I I was taking a bunch of salt baths and then Mm -hmm. I called and I called my, uh, well, not mine anymore, but my son's old pediatrician because he knows a lot about it Uh uh and he said, stop taking salt baths.
0: Oh, whoa! So, Randy, I mean, I I just have to ask, what is it about bells specifically that really uh, got you interested in in all that? Because, you know, here at Twin Hills, I would say that that's a pretty traditional kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I know there's been a lot of pushback initially about even having a handbell choir because... Yeah,
1: it's been kind of controversial, huh? People right. don't mm-hmm. think it's like a contemporary enough,
0: Right. And sometimes, you know, people think, oh, do we have a handbell choir? Do we not? And then you guys show up again, and it seems like we do. So I just wanted to ask you what is going on? Why bells? And why do you think this is so important
2: well you know it's just this is just a little history on bells ultimately okay. oh, you oh, know right. i you can't know. Wait. you know you know what the most famous bell is um, the, it's the liberty bell liberty, right? bell. Mm-hmm. liberty bell is probably mm-hmm. the most famous bell, and people go to philadelphia to see this thing mm-hmm. right and they travel mm-hmm. from all over it's got a crack in it if you yep. guys did not know that mm-hmm. has a crack i think i think lightning hit it or something oh I'm wow, not sure. I, I believe i think it's that's
1: why is um back to the future the clock that's so it's cool
2: a, it's a lot like that clock tower cool, right cool. Okay. and i think if you know i'm not sure if you can go 88 and lightning hit it again you can travel in time yeah but maybe but yeah. Maybe I, well, I don't know.
1: Not to take too big of a detour here Randy but mm-hmm. I was thinking about time travel recently and I feel mm-hmm. like there's a paradox because if in the future we've figured out time travel wouldn't we be coming back to us right now saying here's how you do it.
2: Well you're saying if individuals figured out time travel right so if like you yourself can figure out time travel you would come back and talk to you.
1: Oh well are you thinking of it as like a full like takes a village kind of thing?
2: I think when I think of time travel I think only a select few people get to do it. Oh, oh really? Like
1: a Stephen Hawking and stuff like that?
2: Yeah, him. You know, Michael Jordan. Uh huh. Um, you Fox know, Bunny
1: Bezos.
2: Bezos. Bezos. I, I mean, those millionaires like Bunny Bezos, Jordan, Hawking. Those guys probably get to time travel, and then they would come back and tell everybody, "Hey, I'm I'm Michael Jordan from 2055."
1: Got it. Well, I do have to say, just again, sorry for the tangent. But speaking mm-hmm. of Jordan, mm-hmm. I thought that when you did that Bulls song with oh, the mm-hmm. bells and you yeah. had the laser lights, and it was yep. like.
2: The uh, Allen Parsons project. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah, how does that go again? Because I thought that was cool.
2: Dim, dim, it was their <laughs> old introduction. Yeah, it yeah. was the 90s introduction from all those championship bowls. Yes. Now I know I should like the Pacers. I understand I should be a Pacers fan. They're a right. hometown I, that's team. That's right. That's uh, right. But that's not my NBA team. My NBA team is the uh Chicago Bulls. Chicago mm-hmm. Bulls. Still yes. to this day. Still you- to this day. A Jordan, Pippen, Rodman, those guys, they just won me over. And um and and I just kind of stuck with them.
1: Well, I can see your inspiration. So uh, the first time I saw you do handbells in the main auditorium here at mm-hmm. Twin Hills, you brought down all the lights, you yep. fogged the room, yep. you had, I mean, how long was that table of bells? How many, how many handbellers did you have up there?
2: Well, that time we had 23 for Michael Jordan's number. Oh, That's God. why we had right 23. Now, thank you for noticing too, because nobody has ever asked me that, but oh. we did have 23.
1: That was a lot of handbellers.
2: Well, you know, we, they go different numbers. You, you know, your ensemble, we call it an ensemble too, oh, cool. uh, you know, your are on ensemble uh, can have as many as four to as many as, you know, a hundred, really, if you have that many bells.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And I really do love how you all, you know, you you, you really move up there where you're, you're moving from one bell to another. Sometimes someone, sp- you know, I guess you would call it sets a screen and the other mm-hmm. one runs for a bell. And and, and, mm-hmm. and it just seems like you, you have plays that you're running even as you're playing the
2: bells. Well, that is true. You know, unfortunately, we we have had less and less people auditioning for our, oh, no. our bell program over the years. Oh. I, I know, I know, you know, in like 2006... Seven, eight. When we started, I mean, I think I had I had to turn away fifteen people or so. Oh, I right. said, "You're not, you're not going to be a handbell choir person." And I'd have mm. a face to face with them. I would talk to them about oh, it.
1: Oh, that's good. That's good. Know, that's and be good.
2: like, "Keep working at it. We're going to have another audition a year." Now we're having a harder time getting people to come in. And why do so you think we have that to be is? a little more creative? We have to yeah, be a little mm-hmm. creative.
0: Why? Why do you think that is?
2: Well, you know, Greg, there is a little bit of a. Um, uh, I guess people just think it's dumb. Ultimately, are they there? They think handbells are. You know what they'd rather do? They'd rather get on their Spotify. Ugh. They'd rather get on, they, they're, you know, everything's so electronical mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. you know, technology mm-hmm. has kind of taken over. And I, my thing is, it's the art of the live show. Yep. the the live show can't be stopped it's powerful yep there's Mm. a
0: connection I do want to circle back because you said you were inspired by the liberty bell and that is uh, you know that's one of my favorite American bells too Mm -hmm. because it just reminds me of religious liberty because in Australia Mm -hmm. we don't have the liberty bell but we have something called Pappy Mulroon's bell of freedom and basically what that is is anytime someone rings that bell they're really showing us that you know I'm a Christian it's basically just a a bell people ring to show that they're Christians Um, and yeah it's on a giant tower in the middle of Sydney so it's
2: pretty awesome I would love to go. And see that bell yeah. oh, right. I would love.
0: Just so inspiring, but the Liberty Bell really is what gave you. A start. Well, that
2: started it. You know, I'm like, it's probably our num. It's in our top five, I bet, of uh, monuments. Right. You know, I, I like Rushmore, uh, Disney World. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. You know, there's probably uh, the Statue of Liberty, right? You Solid. know, the Alamo and the Liberty yes. Bell. That's yes. probably our five of monuments. Awesome. Right. Have so, you ever been to Geronimo's Cave? I, I have not. And it, where is is that in Texas? It's got to be. It sounds like it would be. That would be my guess. So the Liberty Bell was your inspiration. Yeah. So I started there and I said, of these monuments, how can I be a part of American history? Uh, Liberty Bell is the one. And then, you know, when I was, you know, I I started playing when I was like 11. And then the love just kind of, it grabbed a hold of me, Um, you know, and and then I just never gave it up. And that's what I've been doing, you know, for numerous years now.
1: And I feel like there's a Christian metaphor in there that the Liberty Bell is cracked because, you know, we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. I guess we Mm -hmm. all got a crack in our bell. And I'm so glad you mentioned Rushmore too, because I think it's iconic and it's really important. And my son Day, you know, he gets these progressive ideas at public school, but he was telling me, mom, we got these white men, slave owners up there in a statue. And Mm -hmm. I said, bite your tongue. These are good guys. You know, I mean, Thomas Jefferson might've owned slaves, but guess what? It was the same as like having a Costco membership today. It was just the sign of the times right. and he was a christian you know what i mean right well and yeah he, it,
2: that's yeah. true that is so true now you know all i was gonna say if these mount rushmore's were so um easy to make and if there were better people we would just make them in every state Right. That's
0: my oh, idea. Wow. You yeah. know? And what we forget is Thomas Jefferson invented the dumb waiter, and like that, mm. it, you know, really? I feel like that 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 erases a lot of sins. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's
1: got to. Mm-hmm. Else?
0: So, do you think I, now there's something a bit controversial? And I know I, I hate to bring up a sore subject, but this recent performance that you called, or I guess it was billed as Hell's Bells. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was kind of going on there? Because I feel like you know people were thinking, well, I'm. I i did not really realize bells could be quite so scary.
2: Well, you know, you know, great, Something I've been I've been trying to do over the la- the course of the last six months to a year is kind of update our bell catalog, right? Right, awesome. with a, a little more modern songs, right, awesome. and songs that I feel will get some more uh, people involved in the handbell ensemble. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. you know, we've been working on uh, ACDC's Hell's Bells. We also attempted uh, Thunderstruck. Um, we also, uh, or right now we're currently, uh, doing Ray Parker jr's ghostbusters. And, really? uh, yes, yes, because I believe there's a new ghostbusters movie coming out within the next year or two. Okay. Awesome! And, and so what I'm trying to do is get us to maybe play at the premiere, the movie premiere. Awesome! Okay. So, I hope the, the
1: new ghostbusters doesn't have a bunch of gals in it. Cause that doesn't make a ton of sense. Does it? it?
2: I didn't get it. I, I didn't get it. it. I didn't get it. I'm like, uh, who are these people? That was my main question. Uh, yeah, I didn't and, know them. Yeah. Oh, and you didn't recognize the actors? So okay. I'd never seen them before. Oh, really? And I didn't think know. A few them. of them had been in things, haven't they? No.
1: And I just didn't believe that ghosts would be scared of a couple of gals.
2: Well, yeah. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Like they're ghosts, right?
1: Yeah. Th- and they're
2: stronger than women. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. And, and I think women all, like jump up on the counter if there's some mouse. Right.
0: And I think you know you can't. That catchphrase "ain't afraid of no ghost doesn't really make sense if you're a lady saying that. It doesn't ring true. Oh, oh, that is really, that's
1: good. good. And just to circle back to, um, ACDC, because Mm -hmm. I remember this, um, when I was coming up in high school, I always learned that ACDC meant antichrist devil church Mm -hmm. and my son day, he was like, no mom, it's an audio thing with the, you have the AC and the DC wires Mm -hmm. making sound or something.
2: I think that's right? right. I believe that's right. You know, I always thought it was after church dad church. Oh, what's after church
1: dad church? I didn't know.
2: I didn't know. I just that was I was like nobody ever told me that it was anything else. So I just assumed it was after church dad church. Oh, that's cool. Are you a dad? I am. I have a son, one son, Murray. Oh and and have you gotten him into the bells? Murray won't do it. Oh, really? He won't do it. He doesn't think it's cool. So also I'm gonna show him. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did
1: he see the hell's bells?
2: He did. He did. He said it was garbage. Oh no. And I was like, Murray, that the you know, he's 15. This oh, is what I
0: chalk it up. Yeah, to. well, it's well, you know, fifteen's oh, a garbage age if you really yeah. think about it. Like Thank they you. just they, they've got a lot of learning to do.
2: Now, mm-hmm. do you
1: feel like being a father of a of an only child son? Do you feel like that makes you relate to God at all? Because God was a dad of a single son.
2: Yeah, you know, having one. A lot of people saying having more than one is hard i say having one is hard is the hardest because because you know you can mess this one up and you don't have a second one Uh you know like when you're grilling burgers Uh and Uh you and you have like two or three burgers on the grill and you mess one up and you're like it's okay i got two more i don't have anything to worry about yeah well right now my father grill i got one kid grilling right and and i feel like i flipped it too early and now some of it's stuck to the grill and then i feel like i left this side on too long and now it's burnt Oh no! Okay. So I'm, just,
0: I'm, I'm just kind of trying to follow the metaphor. So, mm-hmm. what, what was it that when you say flip too
2: early, was that just you know what? what did that actually look like in, in your life? Was it? Well, I tried to get him in bells when he was like four. Oh, oh I see. I was like I, that was you know, you know, I was watching at that time something about Earl Woods oh, and yeah. how he did his son T. Gray, T. Woods. Oh, okay. And uh, El Gray, and and I was like, what a fun idea! I'm oh, going to do dear. that with my son and bells.
0: Oh, so you wanted him to be sort of the Tiger Woods of bells
2: of bells, and he, you know what? For at four years old, he took to it quickly, Uh but at five, he was burnt out. Oh, so so that's the flip. That was that was I flipped him too early. Yeah, Yeah. maybe wait. He was hard. I wanted him to hold the biggest bell. Mm. Yeah, you know what I call the English bell. That's the biggest one. The English bell has the leather on the end. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Why do you call it the
0: English bell? Just
2: well, because it I, it originated in England. Oh, okay. And so that, and I just follow that's the English bell. So the English yeah. bell is the big one with the leather strap is the key, that's really, cool. on the English well, bell.
1: I guess we all originated in England if you think about it. Huh. Yeah.
2: You know, you're right. Yeah, yeah that's and then, true.
1: And then we dumped all their tea and they've been upset about it ever oh. since.
2: Well, thank God for that guy who was riding the horse. That's right. You know he what? Told us.
1: He had a bell. He was saying yes. the British are coming and the he British was ringing coming. a bell. Mr. Wow.
2: Revere, one of the Mount Rushmore bell ringers.
0: Oh, oh, that's, that's awesome. right. That's right. He rung a bell to say mm-hmm. British were coming. That is mm-hmm. awesome.
1: Now I do have to ask another bit of wardrobe. Not tell me if this is too personal of a question, but mm-hmm. I've noticed when my husband Lance Labat and I we went um we went skeet shooting, and you got to wear these cool hunter shirts that have a pad on the shoulder, mm-hmm. so the gun kicks back and doesn't hurt too much. Is, is that what has Donna sewn pads into your what is that your each breast there in the front? Mm-hmm. You got a pad. Is that is that were you hitting yourself too hard with the bells?
2: I would I would whack them back right. So then you whack them against your body it's, and that's how you get different now that one there's different moves right you know okay. like that one it, it, you do the whack and then you want to do the knuckle across the bell okay you know so that it gives you a different sound mm-hmm. right and so to answer your question first off i was bruising my chest at oh. a pretty regular rate right Whoa. so then i had done a uh, make some some pads and then I don't know if you can see it, but there's a little bit of a Velcro here. Uh And so I can take the smaller bells and latch it onto my shirt. So I can, so then I have like two, two bells up on my chest and then I can grab two bells, put those bells down, grab the bells off my chest.
0: That is such a good idea. What great design. And I do, I, yeah, you know, I do remember, I guess it was last year when someone you did have a, she was a really small woman. I guess she hit herself with that English bell and it seemed like she broke a collarbone right there on stage.
2: Yes. Yeah. No, she did. I'm, she did. You're right. That, now that lady, that lady was named Peggy Christ. Okay. And Peggy, God rest her soul, hasn't been back. Oh, she, she passed. Had she passed. She passed.
1: Oh no. Did she get like a staph infection from the broken clavicle? Uh,
2: yes. And she went and she never came out of the hospital oh, and she never came no. out. Yes. Yes. It broke it. Staph infection. And it was over. So we do one of our bells, our smaller bells, we call the Peggy. Oh well, oh, that's, that's a, tribute. a nice it's tribute. Very
1: thoughtful. Now, is is placing the bell hard against your chest the only way to stop the sound, or can you, you know, how do you do it?
2: Yeah, no, you know, it depends the kind of sound you want, right? Mm. If you when you when you hit your chest, you, when you hit it quickly, it'll get you like a thump, like a real a, a, a thump. You can also lightly tap it and it rings longer. Oh. You know, there, there, it's just it's just kind of how you want to manipulate. I would say, you know, the bell. You can do what. Just there's numerous moves to it, and some are my own that I've created, um, and some are. you know ones that are universally known
0: it just seems like this is and i wish more people would really get into bells because when they hear you talk about these bells Mm -hmm. you can hear the passion Mm -hmm. and i've just got to imagine you must have had such a you know a wholesome traditional upbringing uh to to even have uh these bells in your life i mean what was your childhood like were were you just always a christian and just always having this stuff or or, or was was there anything that we should know
2: well, you know, my uh, my mother uh, was uh, pretty regular at church here, and yes. uh, I started going with her many years ago, and my father, who didn't have to work, my father always had to work on Sundays from like 10 to 12 in the morning. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So convenient. What, what really. did he do? He worked at a restaurant. He oh, cool. was a he was a, a waiter at a restaurant. Just and from ten so, to
0: twelve? Oh, was it sort of a, br- a brunch church It's kind of a okay. brunch
2: place, and he was all at church hours. So depending on if we go to the early morning service, he had to work from you know seven to ten. If okay. we had to, go, if we went to the second service, he would go. You know, he would go then.
0: So, okay.
2: Now I, I I believe what he was doing was getting in his car and just driving around for a couple hours. Oh, oh no. no! And yeah, he know, just he was just wasn't into time. it like my, like my, my mother was. So I would go with her, and I got to tell you, I kind of took to the bells quickly. Ah. i just kind of i saw them at such a young age and there was you know there was a guy named tommy dewey who and now he's passed and oh, no. he was i get i mean i know we talked about this gentleman already but he was a the michael jordan of the handbells oh for, really for us really? oh my gosh this was in the you know this was in the early 80s oh, and yes. he was he he would his hands were so big he had huge hands tommy did and tommy could he could hold like three or four bells in each hand what Fantastic. Yeah, he could, it was like an octopus. Wow. And yeah. so,
0: did, did you, I guess you would imagine that he is kind of like a father figure to you because really, you know, if you've got, you know, if you got your dad out and driving around saying he's, mm-hmm. you know, working at a brunch place but not really going to church, you've got this awesome guy, Tommy, and I keep telling my kids in Climax Alley, like, this is the kind of figure I am to these kids because a lot of them have, you know, deadbeat dads kind of like he did. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, I, you know, a lot of boys probably had posters in their room of like uh, girls or sports figures or whoever. I had, uh, like my, I'd make my mother take photos of, of Tommy and, and I would put those up with all the bells and they would just line my, uh, my wall. What ever happened to Tommy Dewey? I believe Tommy had an accident, a jet skiing accident Oh no! out, out on the pond. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. Here on
1: campus. Oh, I hear on it campus. Like
2: that. Yeah. Oh, really? I, I think he had, I think he had a, a booze problem.
1: Oh no. Yeah.
2: It, you know, it, being a, a, a really efficient handbell player takes a toll. Because you feel like you're probably not as important as, you know, yeah. the p- organist, the piano, yeah. you know, the choir, yeah. uh, the reverend, you know, yeah. those and people.
1: These true artists, they really seem a little bit uh tormented souls, don't mm-hmm. they? Mm-hmm. If you're really an artist, there's a real darkness there. And I just want to, I'm so sorry for Tommy Dewey, your loss and all that. But you know what? I bet when you get to the pearly gates, Randy... Tommy Dewey's gonna be waiting there for you.
2: Oh, I hope so. I hope he's got eight bells in his hands. I think he oh. will. Just ready to play them out. Oh, oh, what that an is image. So
1: awesome. And mm-hmm. I just think, you know, you were saying it's just we're entering a real sad era of humanity where all the kids are on their devices and mm-hmm. everybody's locked onto a screen and they just want to be alone and play their Twitch games or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. And here you're fostering community. You said it with the word ensemble. You said handbell choir is an ensemble. And, that, and I mm-hmm. just think that is very God honoring because in that type of close-knit community, you can keep each other accountable. You can, you know, keep each other on your prayer lists and you can and you can say, "Hey, we have a standard uh for Handbell Choir members to, for for sexual purity, for, you know, a purity of your mind." And all of that, you can be like like Gray does with some of his teens, they're accountability buddies. That's right.
2: Well, that's why, you know, I- I'm trying to take our handbell choir into the 21st century. Ooh, right? yeah. I'm trying to get these kids and to, to get some interest to get them off their phones yep. and uh, to get them away from their switches and their Xboxes and their PS 18s and whatever they're playing, you know, yeah. and I'm, I'm trying to update our, our song list. So that's why we did hell's bells and thunderstruck and, you know, ghostbusters, you know, and that's why we're adding in, um, we're going to add in that's uh, what it, the Toto, from africa
1: that's cool i like oh, that. I love that, song.
2: that song that's yeah. a great song and that's why those songs are you got to hear which songs sound you know have the important you know bell has oh, the important bell okay. so uh, another one is the uh, phil collins song into the air love Tonight, i you know that drum do 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 that we do that part with our handbells
0: i just love that you wow. choosing these songs that i wouldn't say are current but are definitely classic and iconic because i mean have you ever thought
2: about doing anything even from the last 20 years you know we're gonna have i have i have but you know we we do have uh coming up you know we, we we're trying to play at least twice a month and so i know the next we have El- El De barge night where we're mm-hmm. doing all El De barge songs and then we have a handbell choir, which is all Lionel Richie songs. Okay, and then standard. I think yeah. I think we have uh, I think we have a Bengals night as well. Oh, so those yeah. are kind of our, yeah. our next three nights, you know, That's the next cool. month and a half. That's so cool. That is so great, and I think you know
0: it's. I think you've just got to be careful because sometimes uh, you know songs like that, you know, not mm-hmm. the Bangles, of course, but like Lionel Richie, mm-hmm. you know, even mm-hmm. just the melodies are very sensual. And I think sometimes, mm-hmm. like even when I'm, I'm programming Climax, I've got to make sure that those sounds even aren't getting my kids thinking, you know, impure thoughts, mm-hmm. but but are still getting them, you know, worked up in a way for for Jesus and Christ specifically.
1: Lionel Richie is very erotic.
0: It it is just awesome. These this this kind of like you, you create you're bringing such a Christ-centered focus on secular songs that we're just repurposing. And it would just be awesome if even like, cause I have, I've, I don't think I've known a single one of these bands that you've said. So I'm just mm. wondering if like, even, even something a little more current would really start to resonate because, mm-hmm. you know, you said you want to update mm-hmm. the hell, you know, you say you want to update the bells, but it just seems like maybe these are just a little bit on the cusp of, you know, being a part of history or something.
2: Maybe, you know, that's a good idea. I, I did have this idea a couple of days ago. I, I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, there was a passing of Bismarck Key.
0: Okay. And yeah. so
2: I thought, you know what we should do? We're going to play his. Uh, so you say you're just a friend song. Okay. Oh, baby, ding. Yeah. Still you got knows. what I need. Ding. ding. But oh. you say he's ding a friend. Ding. Oh. You say he's ding a friend. Oh, oh ding, ding, oh, ding. ding. Oh, yeah. 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 Now, mm-hmm.
1: So uh, you know what, though? You might be onto something, you two, because say he gets a real contemporary person like. Uh, the stallion gal, uh, you know, uh-huh. who's singing about uh-huh. her body parts and, uh, you know, causing people to lust in the flesh and stuff, it might really cause. Uh, you know, people to have sexual stumbling blocks from handbells. And it makes me want. To, I don't
0: think that has ever happened, Hallie. There's just no way.
1: But I, I'm sure you've considered it, Randy, that like, and I wanted to ask what is, what do you typically do with your body when you're playing handbells? Because I know that a lot of times rock and roll just in general, it makes people start moving their hips so yeah. much. And, and the reason that's sort of frowned upon in the Christian community is because you might shake your hips so hard. You inadvertently insert yourself inside somebody else. You uh-huh. know what I mean? And then, uh-huh. and so, so it, is it kind of like Irish dance where you have to keep everything, you know, uh, stiff and still from the waist down or mm-hmm. what's the pr- proper stance? I'm well,
2: probably- I like to, t- I like to tell everybody, well, first off, we all keep our pants on and shirts on underneath the robes, underneath the, like there's no, um, no jokesters. Right. And that, cause I do a rope check before we go out there. I, I will open everyone's robe. Okay, I would individually and I will just do it. And I told them at the beginning of the year, I'm going to always do a rope check because oh, in 2014, We were in Columbia, Missouri at uh there was the the Midwest convention is held in Columbia, Missouri, handheld convention. And uh I had a little jokester there Uh, who uh came out with underwear on and and he had an elephant's trunk in the middle of his underwear.
0: uh,
1: What?
2: Yeah. And he pulled off his robe. Oh no. Mm -hmm. And then I then and then and then I was like, so I'm robe checking from then on out. I'm robe jacket. You
1: got to. And if I may compliment you, I think it's cool that you got those psychedelic looking
2: robes to, yeah. to
1: make you look cooler, you know, not boring, not churchy. I'll,
2: I'll tell you where I got that idea. I uh, was a pretty big uh, wrestling fan. Oh, is that and, right? and I tell you, I noticed all these wrestlers, a lot of them, and, and I'm talking the great ones like um, the Ric Flares of the oh, world me. come out in these just wonderful robes. Right. These beautiful robes that say like flowers and say nature boy, you know, and I was like, why aren't we doing this? Why are we using these ropes?
0: It's just amazing. And I, you know, wrestling another thing. I would just love it if you could even, even if it's just a wrestler from nowadays, you know, like Mm -hmm. someone recent because, you know, Mm -hmm. I think Ric Flair is dead,
2: right? No, I don't, I you know, I don't know anymore. I kind of, uh, I haven't caught up as much, but I, I, think he almost died, and then I think he's still alive. He's okay. unkillable. Uh, you, you know, well, him, you know, Hulk Hogan, Junkyard Dog, you know, those are kind of, those are the guys that I reference with the choir a lot.
0: That's great. It is, it is amazing because you know, you reference, your references. I like even, I always know when you're in the parking lot because you drive that Chevy Lumina that you've even painted the bell on the side because it's kind of the shape of a bell. And shape what, that, of a bell. That thing mm-hmm. must be from like nineteen what ninety or something.
2: I think I got it in like yeah, the late eighties or early nineties. That's why I picked up. And well, that's, that's the bell mobile, right? So we drive that and we drive that, uh, to all the, you know, there's contests and conventions, you know, and, and it only plays, uh, it has a speaker system that goes outside the car and, and we'll, we'll play our bell music on our way to these places.
1: What nice. a way to Fantastic. witness. Now, when you mm-hmm. go on these conventions and stuff, mm-hmm. do you do a room check? Because what if these bellers are, you know, sneaking into hotel rooms and whatnot?
2: Well, you know, it is, Cause you know, the Olympics, it, I always think of the Olympics, you know, and I don't know if you know this about, you know, like the village, the, the athlete yeah, village yeah, that they yeah, live in. Yeah. No, very similar, very similar to the bell village. Oh really? When we stay oh, in a hotel. Yeah. It gets pretty rowdy. People are, I don't know what everybody's doing. It's the one weekend where I say hands off Friday and Saturday. You just, you show up and perform. That's all I care about. Oh, right. Wow. So I, you know, if you stay up till 11 or 12, you know, we normally have our morning call is like seven 30.
1: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
2: that just be there at seven thirty.
1: And if you're doing a robe check anyway, you'd be able to tell if there had been any, uh, you know, mm-hmm. messing around the night before. You'd yes. probably smell it.
2: You could smell it. And, and, Hallie, I wanted to answer the one part of your question. You were saying, do you keep it stiff? Is it Irish dancing? Right, right. You know, I like to tell everybody, keep it loose as a goose. Oh, right. Really? Wow. Keep it loose as a goose. And you know, if you're having fun, they're having fun. That's right. Awesome. And, and so that that will encourage everybody to get it. You know, don't don't you know. Jerk around and throw your whole body everywhere, but you know, smile, eyes, ears, yeah. body.
0: Yeah, so awesome, and it's been really nice getting to know how you've just updated bells. At least you've updated them from you know at least up uh, up to within about thirty years. And I think um I think that's just so cool. Do you have any? you have anything that you're working on that's coming up? You're really excited about?
2: Yes, this uh, Sunday night uh, we're we're doing a uh, Duran Duran night, and um you know I'll tell you right now we're gonna probably. Close with uh, hungry like a wolf oh suck. um that's a great one so i, I think it's going to be a uh, duran duran night and we're going to do it sunday and monday
1: count me in i'll uh, i'll bring some of my kids see if i can get them to come audition for you thank
2: you thank and what did
1: you and who did you say the band was
2: duran duran never heard of them
1: Randy Sindare was played by the incredible Andy Saint Clair. You can follow him at Saint Clair Andy. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Lebont, and Grey House was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free, card support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes.